Welcome to Never Stop Building, where we discuss all things business, growth, and leveling up to become the most elite version of yourself. We're here to challenge fear and shatter doubt. Let's dive in. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Never Stop Building. I'm your host, Sam Kaufman. As always, I'm super excited to be here talking with you today. Today's episode is three ways to make yourself a higher value individual, higher value to your family, higher value to your circle, higher value to your company, your team, your employer, your employees, make you higher value from the inside out. The reason I'm making this episode is um, I think a lot of you want to offer more, want to feel like you're offering more. And you, I think, even want to be recognized a little bit for what you have to offer. And I'm going to say this and it's going to hurt some feelings, but some of you aren't offering as much as you think you are. Some of you are way overvaluing what you're actually bringing to the table to the people you're trying to bring it to the table. So I'm not saying you're overvaluing everything that you do for everybody, but I hear a lot of people call themselves one percenters, you know, the top 1%, top 1%. And uh, I don't know that some of you actually understand what that means. I don't know that you actually understand what's required of you to be one percenter. Now, top 10% is good. Top 20% is good. I don't know if you've noticed what our culture and our community and our society looks like right now. Um, but being in the top 10% is pretty damn good in a lot of areas. But we, but I hear a lot of 1%, this 1%, 1%, top 1%. It's one of the reasons I don't talk about be a one percenter. I talk about becoming 1% better every single day because becoming a one percenter is very, very difficult and requires a radical change from the inside out. Wherever you think you are right now, there are multiple, multiple levels and evolutions that you have not even not even touched, grasped, or thought about. It keeps going and going and going. I, th- I know one of the healthiest things I've ever done was understand that the work is never done. It's why I harp so much on 1% better every day. Because the what makes you a one percenter is the willingness to go on the journey to become one. That means difficulty, challenge, risk, fear, losing sleep, losing money, losing relationships that don't serve. It, it means stepping out on faith big time. It doesn't mean staying in your little box, your little box of safety, your little box of comfort. It means not like it means doing things that you would never imagine yourself doing from the inside out, telling truths you never imagine yourself telling, telling uh, with yourself and with others. And I don't mean being rude and brutal. I just mean being honest. And there's levels to this shit. There's levels to honesty. There's levels to this stuff that, that, that some of you just haven't grasped yet. And I think what would help you so much is if you could understand you're not there. If you could understand that the only thing that even gets you closer to being there is understanding you're not there. You're not. The thing that changed everything for me was the understanding that I wasn't there. So let me go into the three things. Not These are the three starters. These are the three things that no matter where you are in your journey to be in the top 1%, these three things are non-negotiable. These three things have to happen. And they will apply to all of you differently. You will not all have to apply these in the same areas at the same time. The first one, the very first point of going on the journey to become the one percenter, 
Don't be lazy. I know it sounds so simple, and I know so many of you heard that and go, I'm not lazy. Are you, though? Are you not lazy with your emotional intelligence and emotional maturity? Are you not lazy with your physical health, your eating habits, your supplementation, making sure your blood work's on point, making sure you're actually living a lifestyle that is built for longevity and health? Are you not lazy with your spiritual health, your faith, your practice, what you need to do to heal in your traumas, recover from things from the past, grow into the person that you need to be? Are you sure you're not lazy? Because most people have at least an area where they have deployed extreme procrastination, extreme laziness. And I talk about honesty a lot because in this past 12-month span of my life, I have found that some of the most amazing things have come in my life from being radically honest with myself and then in turn radically honest with people. One of the things I can't stand with people, and I talk to people sometimes who believe they are really high-level people and then say things like, yeah, well, I haven't told my wife yet. I lied to my wife. Yeah, I haven't I haven't like done this yet. Yeah, I lied to my team about this. Yeah. I Bro, you're a one percenter. You're not even honest in your marriage and you're a one percenter. You're not honest with your friends, quote unquote. You're a one percent. This is laziness. This is the laziness, the unwillingness to deal with whatever you believe the reaction will be from the other person. So I use my marriage, for instance. Every time I tell my wife the truth about whatever it is I'm feeling, thinking, doing, there's generally a conversation. Sometimes it's really, really great and supportive. Sometimes there's a lot of questions. Sometimes she's not all for whatever it is I'm talking about. That doesn't mean I have the right or the ability to lie to her. That's not how that works. My job as a man and a husband is to earn the right to be supported. We do that by building trust and having a series of successful building moments time after time after time after time. I had to become a man who showed his wife that every time I said I would do something, it would happen in order to be trusted that when I said, hey, I'm going to do this, but everything's going to be okay, I promise. The response was, okay, I believe you. Here are my concerns, but, but I believe you and I trust you. But I was lazy before. I was lazy in my marriage. Lying was easier. Hiding things was easier. I was lazy with my money. Like, like just spending and not tracking was easier. Saving instead of investing was easier and less risk because risk requires some emotional intelligence. It requires some faith. It requires some truth telling. It requires some reading, some learning, some education. I was lazy for years in all of these areas. And just because you have money doesn't mean that you're not lazy about learning about and deploying that money in your best interest. Just because you have a marriage doesn't mean that you're not lazy in that marriage in this this current season with whatever it is you're going through. And so the very, very first thing to becoming a very high value individual, stop being fucking lazy. Those days have to be over. When you see something that needs your attention because you are not living in integrity in that area, your job is to attack it immediately and head on. Anything other than attacking it immediately and head on is laziness. That's period, point blank, the end. The very second thing, you have to be willing to be wrong. You have no idea how many people try so hard to get everything perfect. They try, everything has to be perfect. And what that perfection does is lead to procrastination. That need for perfection leads to mistakes at best, at best. That need for perfection often leads to the complete and total avoidance of starting something to begin with, trying something to begin with. I'm talking simple stuff, man. Posting on social media every day. 
code outreach for sales initiatives, both for business owners and for sales representatives. Just dating every week with your wife, being a better parent, being more engaged with your kids, putting your phone down, like journaling, gratitude lists, prayer, going to church. You have no idea how many people I see just avoid things because they don't know how to do it perfectly, completely missing the fact that nobody does anything perfectly, period. We are not robots. We are not machines. You have to be willing to be wrong. You have to be willing to do things imperfect. Imperfect action is the catalyst of all growth, change, and success. I posted this the other day on social media, but somebody last year made a hundred times the amount of money that you made with their imperfect plan because you avoided executing on your plan until it was perfect. And that's the damn truth. The third thing here that you have to understand to become a much more high value person, especially if you're somebody who's trying to get into to, to bigger rooms. I got asked by a client the other day, hey man, how do I network in bigger rooms? I seem to be able to network with the middlemen. I seem to be able to get attention from, you know, number five, six, seven at a company, but like, how do I get attention from number one? First of all, you don't right away because you're not somebody that has anything to offer number one right now. So the first thing to understand there is how do I become somebody that has something to offer that number one? Well, points one and two are a good starting place, okay? This one is really important for people with the ego issue. Stop showing off. Stop bringing your ego to every meeting, every phone call, every one-on-one, every negotiation, every conversation, every Zoom call, everything that you show up to stop showing off. You do not need to prove anything. The more people try to prove to the people they admire that they're worth something, they look insecure and insignificant. The more you try to prove yourself, the more you absolutely, without a doubt, prove that you are not somebody worth trusting. People don't trust insecure people. Proving your worth is an insecurity. I don't have to prove my worth. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't fall victim to having moments where I'm like, man, why did I say that? Why did I just do that? Why did I send that text? I'm always checking my ego. I'm always, and there's times where I'll type out a message and delete the whole damn thing. And if I'm unsure if something is coming from ego or from service and integrity, I don't say anything period. If I'm not sure, it can't be integrity. I'm always confident in the integrity side, always confident in my core values, always confident in my purpose. Meaning if it's not hundred percent, I just don't say it or do it. That just has been a really, really easy practice for me. But so many people, especially in the social media world and the personal development, professional development, coaching, sales, like all this stuff, there's so much ego involved and there's a place for strong confidence. I'm not talking about confidence that looks like arrogance. I'm talking about proving something based out of insecurity. We've all dealt with it, but some of you are dealing with it at a much higher level than others. You have to learn to stop. Open your ears, shut your fucking mouth, and listen. Listeners, this is where listeners, like, this is why they win at such a high level. The people who are educating, who are high value, who are high net worth, who are leading these things, who are doing these things, they're watching the listeners. They're watching the quiet action takers. Everybody thinks that the loudest guy in the room is the one who gets the attention. It's not true. 
The people at the level at which you're trying to get to are extremely observant. They are observing the people who have consistently done the work, not the people who come in and talk about the work, the people that talk like they know what the work even is, the people that agree and stand up. And participation is great, but participation in front of people without consistent, determined, disciplined action behind the scenes means nothing. And everybody can see through your bullshit. They can see it. The very people you admire that you want to network with and value with, they know. They know when you're faking it, man. They know. Stop showing off. The three points were quit being lazy. I can't stress this one enough. People are, and, and look, I don't, I am not using the word lazy as in people put their feet up saying, I don't, eh, I don't feel like it. I'll just watch TV. Like, don't. Don't lock on to the laziness like this, like we're watching The Simpsons here. Like this is, I'm talking high level, deep rooted psychological lazy. I'm talking procrastination rooted in self centered fear lazy. The kind of lazy where you are on the cusp of needing to do some really hard emotional work and you're refusing to do it. The Bible talks about um, choosing. Christ, choosing Christ over sin, meaning like you, I know I'm doing something wrong and it is incredibly dangerous to choose sin anyway. I'll give you a prime example of this laziness. I had a a conversation recently where I told somebody I don't forgive that person and I don't plan on forgiving them, but eventually I'll get there. Then I read some scripture that talked about choosing sin versus choosing Christ, choosing the Lord. And I immediately started praying for for a forgiving heart because I realized in that moment I was being lazy. I was choosing the easy, sinful, negative, disgusting way out because it was easier to be angry and resentful than to start praying for a heart of forgiveness, than to let my guard down, than to let my ego go, than to let the situation where I feel wronged leave my heart. I started praying for a heart of forgiveness from God because that's what I needed. That was the hard work that was needed in the moment. Whatever hard work you're avoiding right now, stop avoiding it. But those kind of instances happen to me every single day. The minute I catch, holy crap, I'm choosing. I'm choosing the lazy, negative, sinful path. I have to repent, turn the other way. I have to turn the other way. That's what all of this growth and never stop building is all about. It's about just turn the other way. But if you know and you make a conscious decision to stay in it, you're being lazy. Period. The end. The second point was be willing to be wrong. Stop having to be right all the time. Stop trying to get everything perfect. You're never going to be right all the time. I've said this for years and I will forever say this. I will go to bat a hundred times if it means I get one home run. Because if you only went to bat twice, you zeroed. If it took me 99 to hit one, I hit one, you hit none. Who won? I did. I did. But you would have been laughing at me the 99 times I struck out. You would have been joking to me. The internet would have been laughing at me. But then I hit that home run and none of you hit anything. 99 at-bats to hit one is worth it. Be willing to be wrong. And the last one was stop showing off, man. Get your ego to the side. Your ego is not helping you. It's not serving you. It is preventing you. It's the reason that you have this laziness. It's the reason that you're not willing to be wrong. It's the reason that you're constantly trying to prove something all the time. Quit trying to prove something through your words Prove something through consistent action. Prove something through consistent action. The thing that led me to the most impactful relationships I have with some of the highest value men I have ever met, I proved it through my action. I didn't ask for their time and attention. I didn't ask for them to do things for me. I asked how I could be of service. I kept my fucking mouth shut. I showed up every day 
behind the scenes, not in front of them. But when I said I would do something, I did it. And over time, they saw it. And it took years of development and working in silence and pain and not being lazy and putting my ego aside and working really hard on myself to prove through my actions over a long period of time that I was somebody worth being around. And that changed my life. I hope this helps you guys. I'll see you guys next time.